are memorializing Saint Kateri Tekakwitha. One of the harder names to say, one of the first Native American saints. She was actually only canonized in October of 2012. And um, she was of the Iroquois nation. She led a short life of deep faith, a life that is remarkably related to both our first reading and our gospel passage. Our first reading today, we're into the sayings of Isaiah now, and Isaiah is speaking for God, saying, God does not care for your sacrifices and religious feasts, because the important thing, more important than showing up and doing these rituals, is to care for the widows and the orphans. And Katiri was an orphan. Matthew tells us of Jesus' predictions of families being divided over the faith. And Kateri was treated poorly by her relatives because of her faith. Both of our readings today challenge us to examine how well we are living lives of saintliness. Kateri Tekakwitha's mother was a Catholic. And in the matrilineal society of the Indians of upstate New York, you'd think that would have led to her having some level of acceptance in the community. But this was a time that was very, very complicated in the history of the Mohawk Nation. And there were all kinds of people being assimilated and conquered and brought into this Mohawk society as many of the Mohawks were dying of other diseases. Kateri Tekawikatha's mother was not a Mohawk. She was an Algonquin captive. Her father was a Mohawk, though. But unfortunately for Katiri, when she was four years old, her mother, her father, and her only brother all died of smallpox. And so at the age of four, she was left an orphan. And so she was taken care of by her father's relatives, who had no understanding and no appreciation of Catholicism. Kateri's given name was Tekakwita, which means she who bumps into things. I, I believe that that might be because the smallpox gave her seeing problems, but I'm not absolutely sure about that. Kateri is the Algonquin or Mohawk adaptation of the name Catherine, which she took as her baptismal name at the age of 20 after Catherine of Siena. Kateri, in her teens, wanted to be a religious sister, but her practices of mortification and her refusal to marry do at least in part due to her Christianity, puzzled and bothered and eventually angered her aunts and uncles who treated her quite badly, giving her harsh tasks. And so Kateri's life was short and she gave great witness and she has inspired many people. But it's an interesting life to have held up for us on this day that we hear this passage from Jesus about family discord. Does Jesus instead intend for us to be estranged from our families because of our faith? No. It's about priorities. If family and faith come into severe conflict, then we are called to choose faith. But that rarely happens for us here in the United States, that being a Christian 
is considered so countercultural that our family would reject us. Now, there are some cases I've come across here in my two and a half years in Tennessee of people choosing to become Catholic whose families are very anti-Catholic, and we discern with them about what is the right thing for them to do. And there were two people last year I said, maybe this is not the time for you to become Catholic, that that is to take a greater risk than God would want you to take at this time in your life. But there are many people right now throughout the world whose lives are at risk by choosing to be Christian. This is happening not only in the Middle East, but in Africa and Asia. And there are people being martyred for their Christian faith, their Jewish faith, and their Muslim faith throughout the world right now, and Christians even more than Jews and Muslims. So today, with this passage and with St. Kateri, let us pray for those who do not have the freedom to worship as they feel called by God. And let us be grateful that we do have that freedom.